0: Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Greater Talks. I'm Christopher Calloway. Today in the spotlight is another Kickstarter campaign. This is tied into the Powerverse. I did an interview a couple of weeks ago with Daniel Calban about Powerverse and his project American Dreams. Well, on this episode I am speaking with Marcel Dupree. He is the creator and writer of Piece of Me, P-O-M, the superhero celebrity comic book. Now the campaign has met its goal but it is still open for funding and it still has some stretch goals set out there to be reached but marcel and i still have plenty to talk about the project and some of the rewards for backers this is not a very long episode only about 20 minutes or so So uh, listen to it, give it a chance, see what you think about it. The art looks very good. There's also a backup story in the book. We're going to talk about that backup story and about the art team. And you know, he also has his own publishing group that he works with. So now he's part of Powerverse to put out this book, but he has been doing other comics prior to that. So we're going to talk about some of his previous work as well. Later this week, if all goes well, there will be another episode with another project that is coming out in a couple of months hope to have those guests on soon and bring that to you on Thursday of this week. I don't have to say who it's going to be on Thursday because things happen. I want to wait until it's in the can and make sure it's ready to go for the next episode this Thursday. But now we're going to talk to Marcel Dupree about his book, Peace of Me, the Kickstarter project POM, part of the Powerverse. Let's get started here now on Creator Talks. So, welcome to Creator Talks.
1: Hello. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, my pleasure. And first off, congratulations are in order because you've met your funding goal for POM, Peace of Me. And so we're done here. Thanks. No, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's a lot more to go, but hey, it's great that you've made your funding goal. This is not your first Kickstarter. You've done one before, uh, Delilah Blast. Yeah. And that was very successful too. You well exceeded your goal on that one. So, uh, you know, you're becoming a bit of a pro at this. <laughs> Somewhat. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me a bit about the book that you did last time, Delilah Blast. It's a steampunk sci fi comic.
1: Yes. It's a steampunk sci fi adventure comic about a girl named Delilah whose life goal has been to join the ESA, which is like a science academy, but yeah, it's also a government run thing. So, she, it's been her goal to, to join and but she has an uh, issue with being on top she's late to her exam and uh, when she's late to her exam she gets an opportunity to go watch a science demonstration for an ea-sponsored esa-sponsored weather machine like she figured out what's wrong with it and the only way to fix it is to go to another planet to get an energy source and so she goes there hoping to get into the esa it
0: looks really good uh i took a look at it, read it over and uh right off the bat I was like, okay, I've had this situation happen, not everything that happened to her, but at least waking up saying, "Oh my gosh, I'm late for an exam." <laughs> yeah. But uh no, and I'll tell you folks, the proof is in the pudding. If you haven't seen it, you can find it on Kickstarter. It's still up there if it's already funded, closed, but you can see, you know, what it looked like. The art's solid, story's solid, well done, professional. So this all looks very good. And you also have your own publishing company uh Evolutionone?
1: Yeah, you're right. Evolutionone publishing. it's Italian for evolution. Okay, good. I got that right. Got my Italian right. Yeah.
0: Sure. <laughs> yeah. So, now when did you found that? How long has that been in existence?
1: Seven years, but we just started putting out material last year. My my goal was to have like have at least three issues done before we launched. I just stuffed on the way to where I had like take a break from it and I got my stuff back in order like during the summer of last year and we launched and things have been going pretty well.
0: That's great. So you've got, you know, you get your work together, you get some work in the can and then you're released. So things are coming out, you know, as they should. People aren't having long waits in between. Now tell me about the collective of artists and writers that you're working with, with Evolutionone.
1: The writers we have, myself, Guido Martinez, the creator of night, Joshua Metzger, the creator of Billings, which is also has a Kickstarter right now. You should go check it out. My opinion, the best book my company puts out. John is and we have some affiliate writers, Brian Hawkins. Artists, they're all um, Greg Xavier Pollack. He's the artist on Villains. Um, Mauricio Campitella, he's the artist for Night. This is Prodermal, the artist of SFC. And Joel, the artist of Delighted Blast and, and P.O.M.
0: Okay, now all of you that are working together, are you geographically connected in some ways, which is how you got together, or has this been more through uh social media uh, deviant art that you kind of pulled people together to form this publishing company?
1: Digital wedding we all met on digital wedding except for John John is my age. um John and I have been friends since we were 12. This would be like a dream come true for you yeah I've been wanting to be a writer since I was 12. I was, like, 11.
0: Okay, so when you wanted to be a writer, were you reading comics then, and then that inspired you to be a writer?
1: I started reading comics about when I was, like, 9 or 10. Started reading comics, actually. I've been reading, like, Evil Ernie and Lady Death. Also, a lot of Stephen King, Anne Rice, R.L.
0: But are you not a fan of Wonder Woman? Is that not one of your favorites?
1: Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Wonder Woman. Like, she's amazing. I have a tattoo of her on my arm. I'm going to get... Another tattoo of her. I own every issue of Wonder Woman in the form of a DC Chronicle or um, an issue. Wow, you're hardcore. And a
0: tattoo. Too. And you yeah. had another one. Yeah. You read all the Wonder Woman books in one form or another. Is there a particular run that you are most enamored with?
1: Rucka and um, Alan Heimberg. It's a tie between those two. Alan Heimberg is the actual the, the, the run that got me into the character
0: in the first place. Wow, this is great. I mean, a, a real comic lover has reached his dream to be a writer and uh, now you have a new Kickstarter up which is doing very well as, as it's funded. This is uh POM Piece of Me. This is part of the Powerverse, a, a Vince White created universe. Daniel Caban was on the show American Dreams. And we talked also about Mally Simpsons. They called him Marvelous. And they have a dual Kickstarter. And now this is part of the same universe, POM, as part of the Powerverse. Uh, so you've joined up with Vince White to produce this. I believe he's also editing the book as well? Yeah. Okay. So he's your editor-in-chief. You know, this is really a lot of fun because they're really building up the whole universe. And both projects are doing really well on Kickstarter, and it's going to happen. So, um, you know, this particular book... You're dealing with a character, Brittany Armstrong. She is the heroine in the book. And what this examines and deals with is the 24-hour news cycle, social media, and how heroes have to adapt and be fast on their feet to deal with that, being under the microscope and having everything examined through the, quote, CNNs and social media. Uh, I, I kind of think of, uh, like, TMZ, too, what people have to deal with, uh, you know, catching them off guard. So um, I looked over the first issue. looked oh. great. Now, when I looked over it, it didn't get into to a lot of the 24-hour news cycle. A bit. A bit. It does kind of set yeah. things up, like how she's perceived by the public. Tell me a little more about Brittany as a character. What makes her different?
1: What makes her different she has no interest in being a superhero. She was a superhero when she was a When she was a preteen, she kind of got disillusioned with the concept of being a hero because, as as you'll find out in in the issue, her mom died because of her dad being a superhero. And so after her mom's death, she kind of went off the rails doing her own thing, partying, having fun, living life. With her... Getting in trouble, getting drunk, party and all that stuff. Armstrong has left. Her dad, Strongman, has left, left her. He's the face of his company. And with his company, with the face of the company being gone, the stock has plummeted. So Brittany's lifestyle can't be kept up because stocks are falling. Things aren't going good, going well for the company. And that's her, her money. So she feels like in order to like kind of get, to keep her lifestyle, she should try to be a hero. And so basically what makes her different is she's not, she doesn't want to be a hero. She's trying to be a hero to make money.
0: So we get our first look at her in this issue, and there'll be a bevy of supervillains that show up as well, and someone she's trying to rescue as well. So uh, it's a good story. I've looked over it. Nearly everything is done. I think every page I saw was lettered, colored, except for maybe one. So this is this is ready to go, like you said. Now, how many issues do you have, like a mini-series planned out in your mind? How far out have you mapped this?
1: I have a long, huge map, like 60 issues, but this is indie comics, so I have to be realistic. So we're doing five, seeing it does do well, and we'll do more. Like a series of mini-series.
0: Very smart. That's That's the way to do it. It's great to have that grand vision, but realistically, you're right. Some books don't get that far for whatever reason. They could be great books. I mean, plenty of books that I've loved. They've ended. And I was like, oh, come on, guys. People buy this, you know? But um, yeah. do you have plans for other distribution channels outside of Kickstarter that people can get the book, you know, after this is funded and closed?
1: Yes, this will be available on Comanthology. The Powerverse website, you can, you can buy a physical copy. Some stores in San Diego will be sharing it. If you want your store to carry it, let your store know they'll be able to get a copy.
0: So right now, you're not going through Diamond. You're just going direct to the store if they're interested in getting copies. Yes. This book also has... Well, first, let me... Before I go forward with what else the book has, let's talk about the main story. Your artist, Joel.
1: Kodahar. I found out during the the live last Kickstarter, how to pronounce it. It's
0: Kodahar. Kodahar. Okay. Joel Kodahar is your artist. So you've worked with him before, so now you're becoming a well-oiled machine, and uh, you have another story in the book. Uh, We get to see a story called The Unit. It's about a government-backed team formed to protect society from threats, and you have a different artist on that one, uh, Scott Jones.
1: He likes to go by shade. Uh, I didn't know that when I, when I, at the time, but yeah. If you want to look up Scott, Google a little shade. And uh,
0: different art style, very good, again, solid all the way through. And tell me a little bit about the unit, and will we see those stories break off into their own book later on? Will that continue as a backup in PLM?
1: So right now, it's just a backup. If people are interested in it, it will have its own series. We have plans for that. So basically, it's a government-sponsored superhero team running by the same name, Ellis. A former politician who sees superheroes as a way to do things that the military can't.
0: Okay, well, and this is kind of the uh, the backup tryout, much like they would do back in the uh, the early days of Marvel. They'd try something out in the back of the book, maybe, uh, or they would do books. Actually, my favorites would be like Tales of Suspense, Tales of Astonish, Journey into Mystery. Um, and there they had two stories in one for a couple of reasons. One, Marvel's only allowed to put out so many books because they were being published through DC's publisher, or printer, rather. And uh, the other thing is they just wanted to see what would stick, so this is a great way to try out the unit. And uh, again, I really like the art on that, too. Uh, it's, it's very good, so uh, I urge people to check it out. And you can, uh, you can get that as part of, of course, the Kickstarter. Why don't you tell us a bit about some of the rewards that are available for backers,
1: we have Armor One. You get a PDF of my, of my other comic, Armor One. It's a sci fi, all ages comic about a, a kid named Jason who is entrenched in, in this intergalactic conflict when he finds a craft spaceship. Get the, the first two issues of that. Um, artwork by Joel, get a t shirt by Joel. Joel will do a sketch cover if, you, if you're interested, a print by Joel and, and Marco. Cagnola, who is a colorist on the on a variant cover. He also colored the cover for Delilah Blast. Also, we're heading towards our stretch goal at $3,500. You get a digital bundle of 10 comics from different indie creators. Some of the comics are Dodson, Metaphysical Society, Crossfire, number one. By the way, Crossfire number two is currently kickstarting by Preston Smith. You get Night, number one. You get SFC, number one. You get Landslide, number one. You get Pop Dark Assassin number 1. You also get Blackout Number 1 and another power title. Now,
0: outside of this Kickstarter, do you plan to make any convention appearances or
1: in-store appearances to help promote the series? I have signed up for several cons next year. In-store appearances, I might do a couple local ones. I have to talk to a few of the store owners.
0: Yeah, that's a good way to start, is talk to your local store owners and uh, connect with the people because they can really help to spread the word once they met you and they see what the comic book looks like, because uh, they can kind of do it like a test drive, just kind of stop in, chat, thumb through it. And you can, you know, of course, sell some books while you're there, but it's a good way to really connect with people. So, um, and I know talking from other writers and artists, man, you got to get out there and see because there's so many books out there besides the concept itself and the story and the artwork. What distinguishes you? And a lot of times it's you uh, because you can help them understand. Why it's different. They get to know more about you as a person. I think that's really important, which is one of the reasons why I do the show. And speaking of which, these are questions I ask all my guests. They're just fun questions to learn more about you as a creator, as a person. So, Marcel, for rest and relaxation, what do you like to do?
1: Play video games. I'm currently playing Orcs Must Die on PS4. So, yeah, mostly playing video games and reading. I, you know, myself,
0: I'm not into video games. Never have, and maybe it's just a generational thing, but I'll tell you, my son, he is nuts over Minecraft. He plays it all the time. I can't get into
1: Minecraft. A lot of my
0: students try to <laughs> try to get me into Minecraft.
1: Uh-huh. I'm like, nah, that's not, a, that's not a video game to me.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, with with my limited knowledge, to me, that is, and my son's almost six, so it, it occupies his mind. You know, last month it was uh, Pokemon, and now that's kind of gone by the wayside And now it's just Minecraft. And what he does is he watches YouTube videos to learn how to play it. (laughs) (laughs) Pokemon
1: went by the wayside? Yeah, he used to do it all the
0: time, obsessively. And now he doesn't say much. He's just like, hey, mom, did you catch anything today? And he's just sort of moved on to the next thing. He's at that age, you know, he's trying out everything. Yeah, yeah. Now, you mentioned you like to read books, too. What are you reading right now?
1: Right now, I am not reading any books. I'm working—I have two full-time jobs right now, so my time to read is none. So right now, it's basically my rest and relaxation is sleeping, and maybe an hour or a quarter on the weekend.
0: And it's important for people to know that not everybody who works in comics can make a living off of it. I mean, like most of us, to do what we love, we have another job. You know, so that we can eat and have a roof over our heads. But these things, like what you're working on here, it's a passion project. It's something you love to do because you've loved it since you were a kid. Yeah, correct. Now, speaking of books, I know you haven't read in a while because you're super busy. But if you were stuck on a deserted island and you only had one book with you, and I'll let it be a set of books if it's the same collection, like I always use the example Harry Potter, what book would you have with you?
1: The you ever? The Giver is, like, my favorite book ever. And I didn't read the other books in the series. I just read that one book. And that, that one book, like, really spots my, my imagination.
0: And now you're off the island. What is your beverage of choice when you're relaxing? Cherry Dr. Pepper. That's a good one. That's what I have, yeah. too, when I want to relax. Well, not relax, but when I need to break at work, I walk across... To, uh, I'm very lucky. I'm right next to a Wawa, which is crazy because, like, you know, I'm like frequent visitor. Hey, first name basis, and I go for the cherry diet Dr Pepper. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Well, the project uh, is doing well. Like I said, it's funded, but there are stretch goals, and uh, you know, people should back it if they want to get a copy. And there are many levels of reward for backers. These things are not uh, onerous or burdensome to back, and I'm really happy with the people that I've connected with, including yourself, Marcel, who are doing Kickstarters, who are putting out a quality product. I only have people on the show who put out a quality product, you know. Um, Something Thank that you. I would want to read, too. So, uh, I mean, you're doing really well. And uh, I really hope that this continues to build and and takes off and that at some point for you, this becomes not just your passion project, but possibly a means of living as well making a living but hopefully yes. yeah. hopefully but as long as you're happy with what you're doing that's the important yeah. thing you know you need something to draw inspiration from energy from and uh, man this seems to be it because it's you're doing a great job
1: thank you uh, i just wanted to let people know that we are currently on issue four of the POM, so uh, we're gonna get started uh, you'll have issue two shortly if you back Issue one, um, I just sent the files to our new colorist, Candace Tom. She'll be taking over colors because um Co. is too busy to color. He's with D.C., so he doesn't have time to color to color the book anymore. But, yeah, we're, it, we'll follow up with issue two really soon.
0: So You're up to number four. You've got your backup yeah. plan in case someone's not available because, hey, life happens. That's People get upset yeah. when, like, the book didn't come out. What happened? And sometimes, you know, I mean, people are producing these comic books. They're not machines for crying out loud. You know, they're people. But, you know, you're also a smart businessman and you have your plan in place so that you have someone else that can step in and do an excellent job to keep things on track. And that's important. You've got to have a plan. And you're the man with the plan. So <laughs> work continues. Things will be on time. Yes. Anything else you want to tell us about the book, about your work before we wrap
1: up? One's is awesome. Another book of mine that's really awesome is a reward in POM. I just want to shout out to color the art team for that. Carlos Trito and Andreas Salacini. It's a really good book. The art's amazing. You get a chance to check that one out.
0: Folks, there's work out there. You can check it out first if you'd like. And uh, also, you'll like Peace of Me, POM. Marcel, thank you so much for being on
1: Creator Talks. Thank you for having me.
0: Hi, everyone. This is Christopher speaking here. Just wanted to let you know that I had talked about taking the podcast off of SoundCloud at the end of July, and I decided to extend that until about the end of December, so on and about December 21st. The podcast will no longer be available on SoundCloud, except for the last few episodes that I post in 2017. I have moved on to another platform, but my podcast is available, as always, on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, so if you're getting it through those feeds, you're not going to miss the podcast. Again, this should all be transparent to you. It's really just technical stuff of how the podcast is hosted on what platform. It doesn't really matter. But for those who listen to the podcast only through SoundCloud, I will be extending the podcast availability on SoundCloud through December 21st. Thank you for listening to this episode of Creator Talks. The podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, and YouTube. If you like what you hear... Please rate and review on iTunes and Stitcher. Don't miss a single episode each Thursday. Subscribe, it's free. A new interview will be available each week and sometimes there'll be a second, maybe even a third interview that week. You can send me feedback and comment on social media. I can be reached at Creator Talks Pod, that's at Creator Talks Pod on Facebook and Twitter. I'm also available on Instagram, Creator Talks Pod. There I will post pictures while I'm on location as well as my Saturday Silver Age or Older and Sunday Bronze Age Spotlight comics from my personal collection. Don't forget to visit my website, creatortalks.com. There I have listed the latest episode on the homepage, plus a playlist of all the episodes to date that you can listen to online or download. In addition, on the site, I'll be posting my recommended reading picks as well as written interviews with creators. Also on my YouTube channel are video interviews with creators on location at comic conventions and elsewhere. I know you have a lot of entertainment to choose from and a lot of podcasts to choose from as well. And I thank you for making the time to listen to this one, your best source for comic book writers, artists, and creators. There are more interviews in the works and you never know who it might be. It is my distinct honor and privilege to speak to these creators and bring you those interviews each week. I'd like to thank my executive co-producer who makes this possible, Mrs. Calloway. That's all for now. For Creator Talks, I'm Christopher Calloway. Until next time.